Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM and tardigrade supporter, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I'm pretty a tardigrade. I have no real opinion on them or whatever. Hmm. Insufficient. Stace Babcock. I'm tardigrade agnostic. I'm not sure if they exist. So disappointed. And Alex Venn. Tardigrade? More like tardibabe. <laughs> Alex wins the episode. Yes. We just started. All right, I'm wants. a slam potato. All right, end recording. Yeah. All right, Bye. great. <laughs> Go to bed early. <laughs> but you know, Alex may have won the episode, but Samson, do you know a way that our listeners can win their day? Oh, my God. <laughs> with a healthy meal? Win at life? <laughs> I don't feel great about going into an ad with that. But... Win at buying dice? Hey, diehard dice. You allow us to do this. Thank you. And listeners, you can get a little package of Die Hard Dice by going to their website. And by the way, Die Hard Dice sells dice. It's beautiful polyhedral dice, metal, acrylic, and all colors that you can imagine. Probably not all available because their rainbow shit goes fast. So get on it quick when it mm-hmm. comes out. And when you do, use our code Explorers1 and get 10% off. You get dice for cheaper, and we get a little kickback from that. So you're helping to support the show, which is great for us because we need it. As you can probably tell, <laughs> Die Hard Dice Explorers Wanted. Yeah. Do it. Plus, Die Hard Dice is a, a great, like, small business with real people mm. there. We know them. We like them. You probably heard one of them on the show. You'll like them too. And by the way, when you order dice from them, say in the notes, I mean, obviously they'll have the discount code, but say in the notes that you came from us because they're real people and they read those and. Sometimes, can't promise it, not every time. Sometimes, they'll give you a little treat. Also makes us feel good. I got a dope-ass snake sticker. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And like a handwritten note. And this was pre-like any sort of affiliation. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a snake. I'm like, oh my God. How did they know? How did they know? Very cool. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on... Sorry, I saw a fly, so now I'm distracted. Maybe it was a tiny, tiny bat. I'm going to pick on Alex. <laughs> what happened last episode? Yes, that is what I asked you. Oh, we were having lunch. <laughs> we were having lunch, right? We were having a meal together. Yes. At a country club that we clearly were underdressed for. But somehow, some way, Dilly convinced the people to let us in. For the price of one plate, 
even though they were definitely always going to regret that. Like that was bad business, bad business all around. And while we were in the restaurant, Dilly met up with a dude who knew his old teacher. And he was all like, ooh, check out my sexy tattoos. You want to work with us? We're also loan sharks, but we're not like loan shark guys. So we're different. It will. Yeah. And Dilly's like, oh my girl. Derek was definitely like putting his two index fingers together. Yeah. Yeah. So Dilly gets kind of nervous. Like, oh my gosh, are we like encroaching upon your territory? He's like, you just take out a loan from us. It's fine. Don't worry. And Dilly's like, mm, that sounds a little sketchy. He's like, here, have my business card. You can come even without the loans. It's fine. I want to see you again, Dilly. Ooh, ooh. But like Bork. Insert Bork wherever I said Dilly. <laughs> um, after look. Anyway, so once that was then we went back to the motel and we were like, hey, can we get a discount on our rooms since we broke up with that one person? And so now there's less of us in the room because we want to save one shin. I don't know why I did that. I just did. It was a it was a weird choice. You guys were like 65-year-olds quibbling about your AARP discount. We were like, it is 4.03, ma'am. We are still here for the early bird special. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted again. So we went back to our room and we were, no, before that, we went on like a four-hour window shopping spree. Shop shopping. for and Yeah, we were shop shopping for four hours. And I'm sure everyone was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Babies. I'm either very excited for Dilly or very bored like Cha-Cha. <laughs> it really was like one of those scenes that like it hurts me a little bit that we're an audio medium. So I can't just do like a visual montage with music underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Dilly found his dream shop and he's like, maybe I'll go get that loan. Oh, let me just go see my new buddy. I've got his card. But it was decided because Chacha was like losing her marbles that we were like, mm, maybe we should go investigate what happened to Clemuel. Maybe to he, maybe. And they were like, nah, let's not. Let's just talk to this other person. So let's go back to our room and decide what we're going to do. And knock, knock, who's that out the door? It's Dana being like, I'm being weird, like super suspicious. Everybody's got to agree. This is really suspicious that this person at a motel is like, I want to know who my neighbors are. She's a bad motel neighbor. Absolutely. You guys want to go get a meal? And we're like, I sure we'll get a motel meal with you. You're paying, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm treating you. It's fine. And we're like, okay, we like free stuff. And so we went to the restaurant, and it was, like, established via Dilly that, yeah, no, this person is a spy, and, like, they're not, they're, like, very suspicious, very suspicious, and they're kind of hidden on Dilly, like, oh, how old are you? What's your sign? Ew. Dilly is, like, a magnet for people. That was not Dilly that deduced that. That was all Nick's. What? It was Nick's. Did she ask how old Bork was? I mean, she was, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Being a bit of a creeper. But Nick rolled the intrigue check to determine if Mm. the spying. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nick was also being pretty good about doing the circular talking without saying anything. I was impressed. Oh, good for (laughs) Nick. Melty Metal Boy showed back up. What? 
Tarek. Tarek showed up. Oh. The guy pursuing Bork. Yes. Melty Metal Boy? Because he got Melty Metal on his skin. And his tattoos. His scars. Oh, okay. I got you. I just, like, assumed you meant, like, there was a weird robot chasing us that was melting at the same time. There might be. I mean, fuck, who knows? That seems possible. Yeah. Sounds like something we'd do. So... Bork's pursuant has shown up. What now? Yeah, he's just put a hand on Dilly's shoulder and said, so, how about those loan terms? Well, uh, hi, uh, Mr. Tarek. Hi. Um, been thinking about it, I... Maybe I. Sorry. Hi. Would you like to sit sit with us? Oh, don't mind if I do. And he sits down, and Dental looks at him. And is like, oh, Tarek. I Tarek is the best. I just met him the other day. He's the nicest man. And Tarek grins broadly and says, "You humbled me, Dental. I just try to do what I can for fellow businessmen." Insight check. Okay. So this will be a twenty-one insight. Fuck. Um, I can bring that to a fifteen. And then I'm going to bring it to a nine with two more levels of effort. Okay. I would like to use the probability engine on the seven. <laughs> is an eight. Fuck. All right. Depletion is... That's 64, by the way. Okay. So Nix looks at Deneb and says, Oh, uh, so you're a stone burner too? What? No, I'm from out of town. But Tarek is the best. Nix wants to insight that. Okay. That'll be, for her, it's going to be an 18. You're specialized, so it's a 12. Next, we'll be confident about this. Okay. Five. I'm going to spend to re-roll. Okay. 12. She's not from out of town. She's for sure a plant. She's for sure somebody who works with Tarek on some level. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You guys just seem to, like, get along really well. I, I was confused. I don't know. We just hit it off right off the bat. Like us, right? Exactly, exactly. Tara grins and says to Dilly, Did you get a chance to look around? Think about any real estate? Yeah, we've been looking around uh, all through the afternoon, but I don't, want, I don't want to turn this into a business meeting. That'd be kind of rude. But yeah, we've been looking around. Oh, for sure. I just saw you guys here and I thought I'd check in. Yeah, we were really kind of wondering, Bork, is it all right if I... Like, what, like, assuming Bork decides to stay like what size of shop we would potentially you know be able to get we did a little like walking around oh i mean you're gonna be a shop here right and you have the skills so you don't really have to worry about a upper limit of what you borrow it's just uh, the terms will be determined on the the final check all right because i just want to like make sure that whatever we do like the loading area is like well laid out like maybe even like a ramp and then, like, a room where we can fit, like, lots of boxes. Certainly, certainly. I mean, that's no problem. That's just a matter of the space. I'm sure you guys can find something that meets those needs. Like, if it had to be stairs, like, I would be okay. You know, it would be, like, a little extra burn. But a ramp would be a lot better. You know, it also depends on what you get. Like, if you rent versus whether or not you buy. If you buy, you have the freedom to make any changes you want. If you rent, you have to negotiate a little bit with whoever owns the space. Isn't that, don't you own the space? Or like you guys? A lot of it. Not all of it. Sometimes people buy us out and then choose to sell it as a unit. Oh, thanks. Yeah, cool. But yes, I mean, how are you guys liking Bodrov? It's a very good point, Bork. I don't want to make everything about business. 
It uh, it seems great. We met Deneb, our neighbor at are we staying Mesa Summit? Yeah, Mesa Summit. And look, look where we're eating. This is a good place. I'm glad you made it here. It's definitely always worth a visit. Do you guys get a chance to check out the the builders yet? Uh, no, not yet. Ah, that's a shame. That's a shame. I would have loved to hear your thoughts on it. I mean... We got invited to dinner. We were, like, discussing it, you know? All right, all right. Well, you know what? I don't want to impose. I don't want to get in your guys' way of having a nice evening. I just thought I would check up since I saw you here. Hopefully I'll see you guys again soon, and I'll... I'll take my leave. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I did have a quick question. Yeah? So, uh, one of our companions disappeared, and, like, any idea? We don't know where to find her. And Nix will, like, give a rattle off a description of Clemuel. One of your companions disappeared? That's what Denim says. This is the thing that I didn't want to talk about earlier, because... Oh, oh. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I've heard anything about anyone like that. Um... I'll put my ear up. Did you, like, see anything? Like, you seem pretty in tune with the happenings at the old summit. Well, I'm in tune with the, you know, high man's view. I don't necessarily know everything that's happening everywhere, but I'm happy to keep my eyes out, my ears perked. Oh, you're Tarek talking. Sorry. Yeah. You seem to know what's going on in this city. I'll certainly keep an ear out. I don't know anything off the top of my head about this individual. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... This happens, but this seems, I don't know, weirder than usual. Certainly. I'll I'll look into that. And this person is uh, close to you all? Uh, yes. Um. And Denim leads over and says, part of a thrumble. We thought there was some closeness. Didn't work out. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm happy to look into it for you. Thanks. No, yeah, thank you. And a ramp. Look, look into the ramp, yeah. Well, it depends, of course, on where you go. I'll see you all around. Nick's waves goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. Tarek walks away. I think Dilly's just going to eat in awkward silence. Nick will just keep ask- acting dumb and rolling insight checks. Mm. There. Stace, you did say that you were rolling insight checks, so please roll an insight check against a 21 for me. Oh, ah. certainly. That is a 12. Mm-hmm. I will <laughs> not with a level of intellect effort to make it a 9. Oop, that's an 11. Before he left, Tarek did say something that was absolutely a lie, and that was that he didn't know anything about this person you described, which was Clemuel. Oh, shit, right. That's what I was digging for. What? <laughs> How did I not? Thank you, Daniel. I was waiting for you to say something, and then you didn't. And then you said afterwards, I was like, well, if Nix is constantly checking, she would catch this. That was definitely my intent in bringing it up. I don't know what happened, you know, in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, Deneb, do you uh, know of any any available shops with ramps? Or, oh, or like a pulley. Oh, a, wouldn't a pulley be cool, Bork? Um, hmm. Maybe if we are here long enough to expand, yeah. But at least for a first shop, probably start small. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I can carry everything. Like, that's fine. I just think it would be fun to have a pulley. For you to swing on. What kind of merchandise do you specialize in, Bork? Well, my speciality is in um, automatons and automation. We don't really have a whole lot of capital, so I'll specialize in anything for at least a little bit until we get on our feet. Anything you say. Okay. Yes. Within reason. No. Don't want to hurt anybody. You And you said you had a background is in automatons and automation? Yeah. Robots. All that. Interesting. Why? She's the old businesswoman in me. I can't help but start trying to think of business plans. Yeah, no, like, I haven't seen, like, any cog couriers around. They're all over Charmand. 
Yeah, Charmond is a special case. The cog couriers are an artifact that was found there. Nobody made them. They're just leftovers from a previous world. The builders that Tarek mentioned, are those? Were those automatons in some way, or were those yes. uh, manual machines? Oh, right. You haven't seen the builders yet. You were saying that to him earlier. I'm not sure what they were. They look like they might have been automatons. They certainly have some appendages that could be like sort of like smart manipulators. They're massive machines. Incredibly looking. I've never seen anything like them. You know, they say that the foundations of Bodrov were the work with the builders. Yeah. It's like they were custom designed just for building this city. Interesting. How old is Bodrov? It's like it's probably over a century old, but not two centuries. Mm-hmm. The actual dates are probably a little vague. Dilly, Nix, and Chacha. Nix and Dilly. This will be a twelve. Chacha. I'm gonna make it an eighteen because Chacha is so clueless about everything social going on around her. To see if you can draw a connection here, it's intellect based. Okay. Would Dilly's cognitive thing come into play here? Yeah, it would. So it'd be a 15 for Dilly. All right. I guess I'll use a level of effort. Bring it down to a 15. Okay. <laughs> 14. Uh, okay. It's a nine with my stuff. I'm going to bring it to a six with a third level of effort. 18. Okay. So, Dilly, you're the only one who draws this conclusion. The foundation of Bodrov only predates the shattering of the dialogue by a few years. In fact, on a long enough time scale, the foundation of Bodrov and the shattering of the dialogue is almost right next to each other. You say they say. Like, do people not remember? Is that... Well, I'm from out of town, dear. I'm just basing it off of what people tell me. Oh, okay. Sure. They say there's a museum here, but I haven't been to it. All right, we'll have to find that. Well, it's getting late, and I am quite full, so... Really? We've just had the appetizers. Oh. oh, you know what? Actually, Deneb, is there like a recommendation that you have for like a good? Well, I guess you've only been. Do you work out? <laughs> On occasion, I I try not to sweat more than I have to, but every once in a while, it feels good to get some exercise in. You know, have any like good gyms? Lifting boxes is fine, you know, but like gyms. No, I tend to I'll walk the perimeter walls of the city at least the parts that are open to the public. I find that to be a refreshing thing, plus you get a lot of fresh air coming in over the top of the mesa. So like a constitutional? Yeah, essentially. I mean, I don't try to do anything any more extensive than that. I'm retired, after all. Sounds boring, honestly. Her smile goes a little brittle, and she says, Well, to each their own. Do you think they'll have tartar ah, for the... here's our food. Oh, and then the God. meals get delivered. <laughs> Nick just drinks her tartar. Mm-hmm. Dilly also eats in silence. Not really knowing what to say. Yeah. Just imagine the horrible sounds coming from Nix's chair as she hails this tartar. Honestly, at this point, I don't think it bothers Dilly anymore. Tineb kind of side-eyes Nix as this is going on, but... Great. Nix is trying to be annoying and a little terrible. Mm-hmm. So after you guys eat, notably, Tineb pays the bill without asking anything about the dessert menu. And says, well, I should get back to my room. I hope you guys have a good rest of your night. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you for dinner. If you see your friend, let us know. We'll do. We'll do. What? 
Nothing. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Should we walk you back? Oh, I'm quite all right, she says as she wanders out the door. She doesn't even give you a chance to get up from your seats before she leaves. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> that was the longest dinner of my fucking life. Let's take a walk. Like, actually, now that I think about it, constitutional sounds nice. Yeah, all right. What are you thinking? Let's just go outside and start walking. I don't know. We could go, like, take a peek at the builders. Oh, like an actual walk? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't I know. What do you think? Like, a, okay, yeah, yeah, a walk. Actually, no, hold on. <laughs> Should we go for a walk, or do you want me to go do homework? Let's just go outside and start, like, walking off this dinner. All right. Gotcha. Um, now I kind of want to see the machines. All right. Nix is dying. She gets off. She's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's go. Okay. So where are you guys going? So as soon as they get far enough away, Nix is going to head south, but from the spy's hand-picked restaurant, mm-hmm. Nix will look at Dilly and be like, yo, I, we just need to, like, talk. I didn't want to catch up to dinner. Like, before we talk about much of anything, one alley. All right. In the alley. When we get to the alley, Dilly's going to scan Iotum on the little uh, square that Tarek gave him. It's just metal with etched imagery. All right. Nothing trackery. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Should have checked it earlier, but this at least is clean. So I guess we can keep walking if you want. Yeah. I think that maybe we should walk and then just. Make sure we're not being followed and or watched. Then when we get to a point when we aren't, we should talk. Okay. Want me to shift disguises real quick before we exit the alley? We'll exit the other way, I guess. Yeah. I would wait for, like, a better time. Can do. Onward. Okay. Where are you onward to? South towards the builders, because it seems as good an excuse as any. Okay. So it takes you a while, but you reach the south edge of the city, and you can see these massive constructions dilly you would immediately recognize them as even though they are folded up in a way that almost makes them look like almost like tanks you can clearly see the seams where they would unfold into almost like gigantic automatons there are multiple like arrays in them that you would be forgiven for mistaking for weaponry but is clearly for carving away stone Mm -hmm. and there also appears to be a bunch of things that, while clearly not functional anymore, you would associate them with synthesizers, like things that essentially replicate specific matter patterns. Okay. And it's the kind of thing that it's nothing you could build on your own. It's like theoretical concepts to replicate types of matter that aren't present in the local place based off of molecules that are there. From what Dilly can see of the make, is this old world tech or is this like ninth world human construction? It's nothing you've seen a ninth world human build, but at the same time, it has clear influence of ninth world human. It's almost like a design that was adapted by ninth world humans. And then there's a bunch of them, so they're clearly manufactured, but it's also something that as you look at them, like some of the manufacturing methodology that would have been required. Like you don't even have theoretical concepts of how it would be done. Mm -hmm. Something built these, like the plan itself seems ninth world, but the actual construction is anything but. All right. So trying to make a few connections here, 
whoever built the builders did so basing it kind of off of probably old world tech, but using a lot of contemporary modern tech. From what Dilly remembers of his work with uh, Aster before all this started, is there any similarities there with, um, I guess, that he can glean just looking from the outside in? At a surface level, the idea of adapting old world tech to something current world is in application, but some of this is one of those things that, like, while you understand in principle what happened in the design, it would, you don't know how you would replicate it. Same way that you don't know currently, at least, how you would replicate if you had to start from scratch the metal mine that Astra came from. Right. Um, Dilly isn't thinking too much about replicating it. He's actually thinking more about, like, motivations of the Nixos and if there's any mirroring there of the stone burner since. He's somewhat aware that the dialogue broke up after Bodrov was created. That's a very good question, but it's not anything you'll get from the builders. Gotcha. Is there any resemblance between the builders and perhaps what Dilly observed in his visions of the foundry? It is similar in the oddness of its construction, but not necessarily in the physicality of its design. Okay. It's the space like that the builders are in. Is there like a rope kind of tying things off or is it just? Yeah, I mean, there's there's sort of a rope identifying where the like sort of, for lack of a better word, forbidden area is. And then on the other side of them is part of the walls, the sort of military controlled walls of the city. Mm -hmm. But other than that, that's sort of the only fear definition here. There's not even a sign or anything. It just seems to be that like people here assume that's the distinction. Is there a lot of people around? Not a whole lot at this time of day. It's not really like sort of tourist central because this is after dinner. But there are still people around? A few groups. Not many. Hmm. Dilly will quietly share some of what's in everything that we've just talked about but in mm-hmm. character. So yeah, um, it, it kind of came to me um, when we were talking to Deneb that you know the dialogue, the organization that like the Nix hosts and the agents and the handlers, they all came from they broke up, like, not long after Bodrov was supposedly built, if not at the exact same time. So. Oh, so, like, they're fighting over something here or something? I don't know. See, I don't know. I feel like whatever the Stoneburners are, I don't know if they're good guys, but I don't think they're they're not on the side of whatever the remnants of the dialogue are. But I, I, I don't know if that really helps us at the moment, at least. All right, yeah. Yeah. So something I want to do, guys is to go read through some of the innkeeper's very exhaustive paperwork. Oh, hold on, hold on. You want to read? Well, like, no, not really ever. (laughs) Oh, well, it would take a while. What if you did it? I have projects to do tonight, remember? I have to... All right, then I'll do it. That's what I'm saying, so... I was just surprised that you were offering to read. Well, they write everything down, so, like, what did they write about our friend? Or what didn't they write about our friend, you know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go try it. All right. Yeah. We should... What floor is the room on? Your room? Yeah. It's on the second floor. We should be ready because if they have our lost companion, who knows if they might come back for one of us. Yeah. It seemed like they got what they came for. Especially since your lost companion would have been abducted without any disguise. Well, that's what Dix is getting at. Yeah. As we're, like, I guess, walking back, are they just fucking around with us at this point? Because I feel like I can't tell if they know or if they know that we know that they know. 
I mean, Tarek's trying to get you to go to his office alone, Dilly. Seems bad. It's not great. Why is the fire here? Or is is it even here, right? Like, it's like, we're only here because we're like pretty certain like auditors showed up here. Well, what if it's foundry fire and the foundry's here? Oh, fuck. That's true. Yeah. Holy shit. All right. One of the private rooms is called the Mm -hmm. Volunk room. How the fuck did Vlad get that key? Too much stuff we don't know. Yep. So, uh, gotta find out more. Gotta read. <laughs> Nicole Pale. And possibly search our friend's room. Like, if it comes up. Yeah, if we can. So, what are you guys gonna do, then? Next is going to approach from a direction more like towards their window than the front door. Approach what? The inn. hmm Like, the window to the room. And she would like to use her telescopic viewport to try and see the, the window a little closer. See if she could see anything through it. You can't see anybody moving around through the window. You just see angles of the room. All right. Nix is going to climb up the side of the sand and take a peek inside the window. Okay. Give me a nine light roll to climb up the side. It's free for me with the climbing training and the two free levels of effort. But Nix would also like to be stealthy. And Dilly's going to help with the stealth by wreathing her in some shadowy bits. Okay. I think that makes it a three for stealth. With or without training? Then it's free. Okay. You get up to the window, no problem. The room is empty. There is one crossbow on a table. There is a small bag, but not like a traveling bag, sort of like a go bag of just like basic stuff that looks like almost like a a small purse or messenger bag over by the bed. But otherwise, the room is empty and untouched. Are there any apparent... Like markers that would be used to detect intrusion, like rubbed chalk or... Give me an intrigue. I'm going to give you intrigue, so you're specialized in that, right? Yep. Okay, so that'll be a 12. Six. You don't see anything like that. It looks pretty clean. Nyx will just hop back down for now. Okay. Nyx hops back down. Well, actually, before she hops down, she wants to lateral over to their own window and look inside. Your room is also empty. Everything that you would expect to still be in your room is there. Now she hops down. What about what we don't expect to still be in our room? <laughs> you don't see anything new there either. All right. Mm. Got to put like hairs over like the locks or something. Next time we go out. Next is, yeah, she's going to set that up. Yeah. She didn't do that before though. So I know. Tier five, we're still bad at this. We're just ba- good at other things. Your Numenera parents are still very proud of you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So Nyx will convey what she saw in both rooms. Lead the way around to the front to go in like normal people. Nicole looks up at you guys, nods, and then it goes back to reading her book. She is now reading Sesky Says by Lyria R. Subramane. So it feels a little sad. Wow, are you always working? Pretty much. She flips a page. You got it in this economy. Are you like the owner or... Close enough. That's crazy hours. Sesky says, though, it's a good one. I'll keep you up. Oh, you've read it? I've heard. I've heard things about it. About what the uh, Sesky's. Oh, I'm tired. Have a good night. Her eyes are obviously on Nyx. Oh, uh, we met the author. Really? You've met Lyria, our summer maid? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's she like? A uh, little crankier than you would think. <laughs> um... A little bit bossy. A little bit dead. May, may, may she rest in peace. She's dead? That's what I understand. Maybe. That's the rumor. Murdered somewhere up north. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
That's why I'm like, hang on to those copies, because... She, like, slowly closes the book and gets a distant look in her eyes. Are you all right? I'm so sorry. She's just... She's my favorite author. Yeah, I, uh... I'm afraid there's no more... Well, maybe that's what I, I heard about the murder on the side of the road. It's rough out there. That means we're never... We're never gonna get a sequel. Uh, only the sequel that you uh, that you write inside your head, I'm afraid. What is your name? Marta. Marta. I can see that this is hitting you really hard. And I, I am genuinely sorry for mentioning it. I honestly thought that word would have reached here by now. Just she kind of taps the book again. This is my escape, you know? Yeah, but what if you wrote the sequel? Like, what if you... You were the next summer main. You write. A, I see you writing all the time down here on pieces of paper. That's not a gift of mine. You call yourself Wintertail. Is there anything I can help you with? Uh, no. Right. Have a good night. Enjoy your stay. Thanks. Hicks goes upstairs. <laughs> oh, that felt weird. We go to our room. Mm-hmm. Your room is as you left it. All right. Nix, can I see those uh, auditor pieces? Oh, yeah. Nix pulls out the blood-soaked leather bag. I uh, I didn't clean them because I like the smell. That's where that's been coming from. All right. Cha-cha. Pretty please can you clean these up? Um, fine. Thank you. I'll do use this hydro magic. They are now clean synth. All right. Let's see what I can do here. Dilly will get to work trying to understand what energies are about these lugs and... There's any way Dilly can erase the guardian mark using them. Okay, so that'll be an understanding the minute roll of twenty-seven. Oh fuck me! Burn it, <laughs> burn it all. Dilly is first going to take ten minutes just to collect himself, and I'm going to roll some recovery rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen plus nine is more than twenty-five, so the twenty-seven. So I can bring that down to uh twenty-one, and then eighteen cognitive. We'll apply here or no? It's cognitive. So it's back up to a 21. <sighs> I don't know if Chacha can help, but it seems... Yeah. Isn't Chacha trained in understanding? Ah. Chacha could absolutely help. Yeah. Oh, then Chacha will help. literally like, a nano. <laughs> since you're like, mm, I wonder if Chacha could help me. Who could help this? Uh, who knows? Chacha can help. Um, I also have my understanding of a narrow book. And since we're in for the night, I don't mind the time cost. Okay, so you're down to a 15. And then last three levels of effort to bring it to uh, 12, 9, 6. Come on. <laughs> What'd you get? Two, and I don't want to spend XP. Probability engine. Please. Probability engine is a 15. Yes, I'll take it. Roll depletion for me. 53. So there is no way to use them to remove your marks. Mm-hmm does suggest that you need to cover up the marks if you want to disguise okay. them. Anything organic, they will somehow find a way to shine through. Molten synth tats, baby! Otherwise, with these, they're definitely extra-dimensional in nature. They connect to something that you presume is the fire as well as each other. You get the impression that the network of auditors, it is what is designed to reinforce the flame. So the flame dictates things for the auditors, and then the auditors themselves reinforce what the flame does. Mm -hmm. 
but it's quite clear that the signal that these items are receiving is becoming more and more staticky and corrupted. Okay. Can Dilly, once he's seen all that, would Chacha have makeup as part of like a disguise kit or something? I feel like, yeah, to go along with the wig. She's a performer. Then maybe that's how we kind of see that, like just rubbing some like foundation on there. It still shines through because that's probably <clears throat> made of some organic material. You could make up, use makeup to cover it up. Oh, we could? Hell yeah. Yeah, oh. you could. You don't know how permanent it will be or how long term it'll be, but you could definitely use it as a stopgap. All right. Uh, and then Dilly will just like cover up a little bit and then just have that and we'll see just how long it lasts through the night. But Dilly is then going to try to, I guess, make a little, try to make something of a compass or a dousing rod with these plugs and see if maybe we can use them to like kind of find our way through High Man's View if we get the chance. Well, that's interesting. Give me a crafting Numenera roll of 27. Let's see. Uh, so, cognitive still? Mm hmm. All right, so that's 30. 27, 25. Tools brings it to a 21. Got my crafting book, which is an 18. Trained, 15. Mm hmm. Three more levels of effort to bring it to six. Six. 12. You feel like you've constructed something that would help you find your way to it. It's not ideal. Like, the vibration is very mm -hmm. indistinct. It's especially weak right now, almost like it's distant, but there's something there. Does it give direction, or is it something like where the closer we get, the more it will vibrate? Like, that kind of thing. The closer you get, the more it will vibrate. It's not anything that you can really tell in detail. Gotcha. Cool. All right, well... I got this, and oh, you guys are asleep. Right, I should go to sleep, too. Fuck. Nix is not asleep. <laughs> sleep is important, though. <laughs> so Nix is not asleep. No, Nix is going to go down to the counter. Without a disguise? With Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she's going to hit Marta with the field emitter. Oh, the one that causes vomiting and whatnot? Yeah. Okay, you do that. Marta starts vomiting and throwing up and shrieking and she starts having diarrhea at that same time like it is a huge mess uh you know what don't worry about the towel or like do you need help <laughs> she's like oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and there's there's also diarrhea sounds oh god. and things like that okay and while that's going on cha-cha yeah you hear a familiar voice bastion kind of next to you as you sleep and saying, Cha-Cha, we've been looking for you. What are you doing all the way over here? And that's where we'll end this episode. I honestly, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> Stace, something about this episode. It's intriguing. There's a lot of dilly happening. We like it. The builders are cool. Mm. I feel like maybe I figured something out. I don't know. I've been having a lot of fucking fun in Bodrov. Yeah. I feel like we're in, like, the part where we're kind of floundering, but we're slowly getting it together and, like... We're foundering. Oh. But, yeah, we're slowly getting it together and, like, <laughs> a few more sessions. We're going to have a fucking rock-solid plan. We're going to... Look at what keeps happening when we, like, try to figure things out. <laughs> we find stuff out, yeah. Yeah, it seems to be working for yeah. us, kind of. Yeah. Still got to crack that Nexos code. Do we? Do we? Is that... I mean, eventually. I mean, eventually. Yeah, but... Based on the list of things to do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before or after we... <laughs> deal with Jima and Key, because... Probably at least just after we survive Bodrov, if. 
That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, because the Nixos will definitely not be in Bodrov. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably have time at night when we're on the run from yet another city. <laughs> so we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Student loan forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I already oh. checked that out ahead of you. Yeah. Hey, listeners, it is. August 25th today, and they've just announced they're trying to forgive a certain amount of student loan debt. Here in the U.S.? Here in the U.S., that is a good point, because the U.S. is a hellscape where just everything— you have to pay for your higher education. Yes, and it keeps getting more and more expensive, like completely independent of inflation. Mm -hmm. So what I'm telling you to do is run, don't walk to your student loan provider and check out their resources. Make sure you get yours. I'm not saying student loan. I mean, get your money. Shake that government for all the money it will let fall out like it is a tree at Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Just shake it. Mm -hmm. For sure. In theory, you will get money or you'll get a nice little chunk into your budget. But yes, check out the student loan resources, please. Mm Mm-hmm. Do not let this go if you qualify. Absolutely. For one time, there's like a little moment where somebody else besides a rich person can benefit. So take that advantage. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, if people want to tell us about how they are getting forgiveness on their student loans or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Come to our website, obviously, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you can find our socials. See on Twitter, we are at explorerswanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are Explorers Wanted Podcast. But honestly, just come come to our Discord. It's a good place to be. We got channels about plants and animals and memes and shit. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if you'd like to support us financially, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the place to do that. Also, if you want to, if you could uh, use our dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice, it gets 10% off your order. You get some dope ass dice for cheaper, and we get a little kickback from that. Just use our code ExplorersWanted at checkout. Honestly, people, if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do is tell your friends, tell them why they should listen to us. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Honestly, everywhere helps us leaving us that five-star review, but Apple Podcasts and Podchaser makes the most difference for us. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought I was meh, well, the thing about our world is that Even as it is a font of life and dances with our nearest star to keep us warm, it's never sated. It's always hungry. And if you take a wrong step, it might just open its maw and swallow you whole. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. Something, something, swallow me at Slime Potato. That's right. Does he swallow or spit? I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Ooh. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Ooh. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.